The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. And good Sunday evening to you. My name is Russell Mills. Thank you very much for tuning in for Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Lately, something of a free fall out there in the crypto market. Is that something that'll scare you away? If you've already got some crypto, should you be holding or folding? Well, you know, they've respelled the word hold. They make it hodl. If you don't know what HODL is, stick around because I'm sure it's going to come up. But the main thing is don't panic. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we discuss that situation with a panel of experts. Let's bring in our host, the man who started the whole show, so we named it after him, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Ooh, it is hot out here, and uh, or outside, I should say, and, and inside. We've been having an interesting conversation pre-show, but I first and foremost, before we dive into the weeds, I want to uh, just wish all the fathers and daddies a happy Father's Day, you know, and uh, Dad, I, I love you and I care, care for you, and I really appreciate you. Uh, you know, so if you haven't wished your dad a happy Father's Day or that you love him or care for him, maybe you should consider doing that. All right, well, guys, I don't know if you've noticed, if you're in the cryptocurrency space, you might be hearing this faint beeping. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> That's actually <Yeah>. pretty loud. <laughs> yeah. That's the sound of all markets on life support. It's getting nasty out there. I'm sure you've noticed. And uh, the short-term effects of the central bank, in my opinion, are causing a real bloodbath everywhere. Stocks, metals, crypto, and housing are all being impacted. But... The actions taken by the Federal Reserve during COVID was historical and unprecedented. So uh, right now, the, the Fed just keeps raising rates. And this past week, they, they did their largest increase in many decades. But, mm. but Matt, I, I thought you said that cryptocurrency was like the place to be, that, you know, what, what's going on here? You know, should I sell? Should I buy? Kind of what Russell was uh, indicating. What should we do? Well, these are the questions running in people's heads, no doubt about it. Uh, and last week, I even made the prediction that things were going to go lower. And sure enough, here we are. However, to help me slay these short-term bear spirits is none other than my fellow hunter and co-host, Eric Cooper. Eric, uh, you got those bear traps ready? You know, as you're going through, you know, should I stay? Should I go? The Clash, a.k.a. You know, I hear all these song thoughts know, in my head because right? I'm just trying to keep myself entertained because at this point it is. You look at it and you're like, wow, this is this is exciting. And uh, But, yeah, to spice stuff up, Matt, I want to let our listeners know that we are going to be starting something special. Uh, we're going to give away 200 dollars worth of Bitcoin. So we want you to stick around for segment two to find out how you can qualify. We're going to start doing this regularly and uh, stay put for the details. But um, Matt, uh, we saw one time ago, a long time ago, there was a video game 
contest. Uh, first place got like five hundred dollars, then two fifty, then a hundred, and then third through fifth or fourth through sixth or something like that got three bitcoins a piece. And we thought that's crazy because look at that versus the five hundred dollars for first place. So your two hundred dollars could be worth thousands someday in the future. Yeah, and some people might be thinking it's going to zero, but you know what? Hey, we're here to decide that and talk about that today. Uh, you know, Eric, we we started this show uh, during the bull market, and I know the bear market. Uh, you know, it can seem kind of scary for a lot of people, especially if it's a new experience. But this is the time where fortunes are literally made or lost, and it all comes down to whether you are selling or buying right now. Uh, fortune, in my opinion favors the brave. And I am personally buying because I have seen this play out multiple times. I'm sure others in the studio who are going to be mentioned here shortly have also witnessed and experienced these bear markets. Uh, but we might, in my personal opinion, see a $12,000 Bitcoin worst case scenario before it's all over. Not saying it entirely will, but it could. Uh, and now I'm not trying to time things necessarily. You know, time in the markets is definitely way better than trying to time its movements. I'm sure some of you have heard that. Uh, but if you didn't buy Bitcoin with at least a five-year time horizon, which I, I highly recommend, uh, then you're not really investing. Uh, and, you know, you, you buy when people are fearful. You might have heard this, uh, this, this quote or this phrase, you know, buy when there's blood on the streets. Buy when people are uh, buy when people are fearful. Take profits when others are greedy. And I personally would not sell when you're already at a loss. That's not financial advice. That's just my personal opinion. And uh, here's the thing: the the positive fundamentals of Bitcoin are still intact, and the awful fun fundamentals of the monetary system have not really changed either. So, uh, you know, I don't want to get caught up in in the emotions. So if you're feeling you know all emotional, try to try to stave that off. But in my personal opinion, despite the short-term outlook, our destiny is kind of set. And you see, uh, I equate the monetary system like this runaway truck uh, headed towards this massive cliff, and the central bank is in the driver's seat with no clue on what he's doing. And the federal government is kind of like uh, that passenger uh, or the wife uh, telling you where to go, but uh, both are extremely wrong. And all of us are these helpless children in the back of the trailer, and the, the truck is headed towards this cliff at record speeds, and the central bank just hit the emergency brake. And for a brief second, it might seem like we get things under control. Uh, but guess what? And those sound money parachutes that we have, like gold, silver, and Bitcoin— well, many people start thinking that they're not needed, so many people start to take those parachutes off. But, in my opinion, it's too late. We are cruising way too fast, and all the brakes just gave out. So what happens, all right? The ones who will make it will be the ones smart enough to keep their parachutes on. So that's— Matt, would you say that we might be biased? In fact— some people might even sound that we're, think we're, we're delusional <laughs> to many mainstream thinkers. Uh, what would you say to that? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, we might sound like we've been brainwashed, and uh, who knows? Maybe we have. Uh, or even worse, like we've joined some cult going down with the building as it burns to the ground. Because for some odd reason, we believe it's our financial uh, salvation. But has, uh, you know, has Bitcoin and crypto become this religion or cult? Why are so many of us zealots about all of this? Well, to help us address this topic today is our resident Bitcoin miner, Charlie Spears, with Nakamoto Partners, and certified financial analyst, Andrew Ryan. Gents, welcome to this roundtable discussion. It's so good to have you back here. It's always great to come back to what I think of as like a support group these days. So, <laughs> <laughs> good to see y'all. And Matt, this is Andrew. Uh, good, to, good to be back. So, boys, what, what do you think about Matt's comments here? Are are we delusional for still believing in Bitcoin after it made a historical, you know, making history, dropping below the previous all-time high from the last bull market? You know, is it over for us, or is it the biggest uh, fake-out of all time? 
Delusional, no. Delirious, yes. I mean, look, it, it, I've been psyched out. This, this is not. Ex I did not expect to see this coming. Again, this is why I only dollar cost average for Bitcoin. Um, what's really interesting is that Bitcoin has existed in a secular, traditional market, uh, bull market for the past 13 years. That's not the case anymore. Everything looks ugly. And if you look throughout examples in history, even risk on or like inflation hedges during some of these crazy volatile periods, they don't perform well. Clearly, Bitcoin and broader crypto has uh, been a leading indicator on what's to come in the traditional markets, um, and nothing looks good. So it's painful. I'm still buying. But man, holy smokes, what a week. Well, and even in a secular bull market that we've had from 2009 to 2021, um, Bitcoin still lost more than 80% of its value three times before this. Yeah. So it's uh, Bitcoin's volatility is uh, renowned and, and you, you have to be ready for it. Yeah, I know. I mean, it really helps to go through some of these cycles multiple times. It, I, you know, I, it's helped me. But here's the, here's the question before we go to break. In your opinion, how does this, you know, how bad really does it get for us and for the space in general, do you think? I think we're at the mercy of the Fed and we're at the mercy of what uh, the broader market looks like. Um, so until things start looking up, uh, we can only hope for some kind of, uh, uh, miraculous decoupling to the upside, but, um, it's not, it's not very bright out there. It, this is a heads down, hodl DCA and, uh, be very defensive with your money season. Andrew. Yeah. And we'll next, uh, section, we'll talk about the fed and how it will be reacting in the future and how that'll affect Bitcoin. So. Okay. Well, you know, in my personal opinion, I share a lot of the, the same thoughts here. Uh, but what are you personally doing? What gives you the most confidence about this space? Are you guys selling or buying? Um, I'm only ever buying uh, this, you know, so I, because I get to, I have the luxury of being able to work in this space, I have something to throw myself at, and that's building more Bitcoin mines. And also, uh, during these downturn, downturns, uh, Signal gets a lot easier to find. A lot of what we talk about is how you maintain um, high signal in the communication, the things you're learning and doing in the space. And so during these downturns, it is not very cool. People are not texting you every day <laughs> to ask your opinions on whatever yeah. cryptocurrency there is. Um, it's a lot less noisy, and it's a lot. Uh, it's one of the best times to learn and improve your mental models going forwards. And Matt, I'm I'm hodling. That's uh, hanging on for dear life. I like it. Um, but that's that's what I'm doing. You're not even buying. I'm I'm buying a little bit, and okay. I, I I would buy more. I mean, I I, I think it's a great opportunity. But um, let's find I'm, out who's I'm, more I'm delusional on this show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously, when you see less people at the river painting for gold, uh, you're going to have more opportunity for gold. And I think when uh, when it's all said and done, it's again getting how much Bitcoin do I have? That needs to be bigger. Right. Yeah, one thing that's pretty clear is the past 13 years, there was a very clear cyclicality to Bitcoin's price, and it does not look like we're going to have that exact same cyclicality. I don't know what it looks like going forwards. I would just say now I used to be able to be kind of the technologist, your resident crazy Bitcoin guy. Now i got to be a macroeconomist. Right. <laughs> so I have a lot of reading to do. Oh, yeah. Definitely part of it. As do we all. And I told you that HODL thing would come up. So that was fast. You know, a lot of folks will tell you if you see an investment that kind of tanks on you, if you sell it, you just lock it in the losses. So maybe the best idea would be to just to hold on for dear life and see what happens next. You're listening to Cryptocurrencies with Matthew J. Moore. Quick timeout, or we'll be right back with more. We're live and local on 1023 KRMG.
Welcome back to Cryptocurrencies with Matthew J. Moore. You're listening to 102.3 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. And it has been a bumpy few weeks for uh, for the cryptocurrencies out there. But uh, I don't, I'm not sensing a lot of panic in the room. These guys have been through this before, and that's one of the reasons we have them here to tell you what's going on and predict what might just happen next. Thank you very much for tuning in. We're live and local. Let's bring our host in. He is the guy that, well, you might want to visit his website, and I'll let you tell him about it, Matt. Yeah. Matthew J. Moore. Yeah, thank you, Russell. Yeah, it's mattjmore.com. And yes, like Russell was saying, we've been through this a couple of times. And so it does help. And, you know, despite having to pick up those side jobs, serving those hot fries or babysitting the kiddos, uh, I'm definitely making it work. And I'm sure the rest of us here in studio are doing just that. But you know what? For some reason, somehow, we always make it out on top. And uh, to uh, to help me navigate this conversation is my co-host, Eric Cooper. Hashtag plasma for Bitcoin. That's what I've seen here, here before, here not too recently. Um, and if you don't think about this, uh, you can go back and check out all of our past episodes, uh, KRMG On Demand. You can go to Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, find them all. And um, we've now, this is episode 51. We've been up, we've been down, but today is Happy Father's Day. So I'll say Happy Father's Day to my grandfather and mm. to my father-in-law and stepfather. Yeah, there you go. Well, and remember, if you were listening to the first segment, we're going to start giving away $200 worth of Bitcoin to one lucky winner, all thanks to our show sponsor, GetHedge.io. Uh, but before we give out the details in order to qualify for the prize, uh, Eric, can you share, share with us about the sponsor? Absolutely. This segment is made possible by a company called Hedge. If you uh, have a strategy to obtain cryptocurrency on a regular basis, uh, you may mean to automate your dollar cost averaging. What about getting all or even part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? Hedge is revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easily easy to convert your paycheck into crypto. And uh, whether you're an employer or an employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Start by getting paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. Crypto is a long-term play. Start a strategy today. Hedge is here to make it easy to stack them stats month after month. So what are you waiting for? Start living life on the hedge. And uh, check them out at gethedge.io. Once again, gethedge.io. That's right. And here is how you can qualify. So if you're ready, uh, open up those ears. Maybe get a pen to write down some information. But uh, to qualify for the $200 worth of Bitcoin that we're going to be giving away, whether you're listening live or later on the podcast, you can still qualify to win. And if you go to my website, mattjmore.com, and scroll down to the resource section or resource tab, you'll see a button that says Get Hedge. Click that. Yeah, go ahead. Click it. And sign up for Hedge and start having a portion of of your paycheck allocated into Bitcoin. Uh, it can be as little or as much as you want. And uh, using Hedge, you can skip the exchange experience altogether, which is actually a great, great thing. And you can have your crypto sent to any self-custody wallet that you want and control. So once you sign up and start using Hedge, Hedge will give me a list of emails from those who signed up with my referral link from my website and started using Hedge. So come July 17th, uh, 2022, uh, I will draw a winner and send them the $200 worth of Bitcoin. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Go to my website, mattjmore.com, and scroll down to the resource section. Click that button, get hedge. Uh, and if uh, you have questions, just send me a message on my website. I'd be happy to answer them. And in studio today with us to carry on the conversation about the cults of Bitcoin and crypto is none other than Charlie Spears from Nakamoto Partners and uh, Chartered Financial Analyst, Andrew Ryan. Guys, 
What do you think about that? Would you ever use a service like Hedge to automate your DCA buys into Bitcoin? If uh, it skips the exchange process and goes directly into a self-custody wallet, um, that uh, you choose. I think that's a great way. I think that's the preferred way. That's the only strategy I personally endorse. So any company, Hedge or otherwise, which does that, facilitates that, I strongly uh, encourage to keep doing that. So I like the idea of going straight to a self-custody wallet. Mm -hmm. I'm always encouraging people to do that and get their money off exchanges. And, yeah, especially and, what's uh, been happening. Take, Just in take, case take, something take, shuts take down. Take personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, um, guys, let's uh, let's start here. Um, in the world of cryptocurrency, you have fanatic subgroups, things like Toxic Bitcoin Maxis, Link Marines, the XRP Army, so many more. Uh, it seems like these little tribes have popped up and it can often become territorial, maybe. But why do you think it is that this uh, this is the case? I mean, is it it seems that people have kind of turned this into maybe a religion or I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I most certainly don't see it as that. Uh, I don't treat it like that. Uh, these are just assets and things. And, and if it all goes away, uh, you know, obviously that would really suck, but it never once has been the sole purpose of my existence or happiness. Uh, and uh, to me, they're just tools, you know, simply tools. When I die, I can't take any of this crap with me. So what do, what do, what do you think? That's very insightful. You know, eventually we will all die. But in the meantime, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, you know, plan for my descendants' retirement. I mean, no, you're right. I like to say that um, Bitcoin, it, it's, it's not a cult. Right. It's a religion. Um, but, you know, it, in, in these, are, these are emergent assets and emergent ideas which face extreme hostility in mainstream adoption. In such uh, antagonism, you have these narratives which, like a crucible, they condense and they refine these narratives. And sometimes what comes out of that can be hostile and bad. Sometimes it can be pure and refined. Um, it is it is challenging to discern which of those are good and strong narratives. Um, people call me a Bitcoin maximalist. I tend to just say I'm a Bitcoiner. I think of Bitcoin maximalism kind of like um, white blood cells in the larger corpus. They serve the purpose of, of health, but they can attack their own. And um, you also need brains and heart and hands and feet in order for the body to survive. But the body doesn't survive without the hardened white blood cells. Andrew, what is your take? And I would say uh, Bitcoin is not an idol, but it is a vastly superior monetary technology. And like all technological breakthroughs, um, it will over time achieve global adoption. And I would uh, ask you guys what – technological breakthrough in history has ever been successfully banned or uh, eliminated from our culture. I think it's, uh, it's, it's inevitable, just like the internet and electricity and any other major technological breakthrough. Bitcoin is printing, that, press. That, that, yeah. printing press is that big of a deal. I mean, yeah. yeah, if you want to go back to the printing press, look at what um, the, pr the printing press from a religious uh, impact affected across all of Europe. And um, it, it largely defined a period of which we uh, define as the Protestant movement. The ability to, pr to print and distribute scripture directed in the hands of the people had dramatic effects in uh, religion and ideology. And I think similarly, a new monetary network allowing different types of value communication will have a similar effect. And we see this concentrated in what we may perceive as cultish, cultish or religious um, but I think in the big narrative, it just is a very different way for humans to interact and transact and to value our time. So um, it is kind of religious. Right. Well, well, like the printing press uh, 
brought on the separation of church and state. Yeah, that's where I was going. Uh, Bitcoin is bring up the separating separate, the self custody of money. all of a sudden your money. Yes, yes, sir. So obviously, a lot of people who have gotten into crypto and Bitcoin, I mean, they think that they're kind of above the fold, right? So, what would you say to those people who've gotten too attached or emotional all over this? Because, like you bring up, the Bible's often quoted with the root of all evil is not money itself, but the love of money. So, I mean, I think it's good to have an investment thesis, but uh, you know, when does it cross the line into unhealthy idols? Um, you know, where is that line? We can invent new things, but our human nature stays the same. So the, the shortcomings and foibles we have, those will be, uh, you know, represented in the human experience going forwards. I would say, uh, you know, Bitcoin is an incredible technology, but it is not the end all. Yeah, no, those are all good points. We often hear things like Bitcoin is mathematical truth. Fix the money, fix the world. And Bitcoin is uh, incorruptible. So obviously there's a lot of themes here, a lot of things to discuss. And I look forward to uh, diving a little bit more deeper into this topic over the next segment. Uh, but I just uh, want to remind you, uh, if you want to learn more, if you want to ask me questions one-on-one, -on -one, go to my website, mattjmore.com. We'll be right back with more wonderful wonderful content. All right, you are listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore live and local in Tulsa, Oklahoma on 102.3 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Time out for the news. We'll be right back. Stick with us. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We're live and local on the old KMR here in the big city of Tulsa, Oklahoma. By the way, double-decker holiday greetings to everybody. We've got your Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And then, of course, it is also Juneteenth, and that is a big deal around this country. So I hope everybody got a chance to re relax, maybe have some delicious barbecue. Ask Eric about the, uh, what is it, etouffee stuffed chicken that he, he was able to enjoy uh and hopefully you're having a great weekend too uh, matt looks you got a big old smile on your face so i think he's ready to go he's locked and loaded we're talking about bitcoin and what's going to happen next please welcome our host matthew j moore hey, yeah matt. that's right we're definitely having a conversation that's for sure yep. and uh you know we're talking about uh you know what's going to happen for the future but also why are we so you know, like just overly excited about this space, why there's so many clicks, why there, I don't know, kind of this religious undertone to some of these fanatical ideas and things. And, and these are all things worth uh, exploring. You know, obviously people can take things to extremes on both ends. And, you know, I'm here to have a conversation, an honest one, really. Uh, but, and that's why I bring in my, uh, my uh, friends and even my co-host, uh, Eric Cooper. He's been along on this ride the whole time. It's been fun. It's, you know, obviously this is my first bull market or bear, bear market, market, sorry. And, um, and so it's, 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 I'm not even used to saying it out loud. Uh, there <laughs> you right. go. But, um, but if you've missed the last few segments, uh, we get to share this journey with uh, Bitcoin miner, Charlie Spears from Nakamoto partners and chartered financial analyst, Andrew Ryan. And guys, uh, it is like a support group. And, um, because again, it's bouncing ideas, bouncing thoughts, and then, um, just sharing the confidence. So what, one of the biggest you know, tribal divides in this space is the Bitcoin maxis versus the crypto degen degenerates. Most of them are either all or they're actually nothing. Uh, there's very little in the middle. So in your own words, how would you guys describe the uh, the, the cultish divides that we see? Um, the cultish divides, I think, define the space. And I think a lot of the cliches and accusations of, oh, Bitcoin maxis are too hostile and closed-minded. I think that's true. I also think it's uh, pretty fair to characterize a lot of the crypto degenerates as, say, scammers or pretty fleeting uh, flash-in-the-pan things. I think all those can be true. Um, I don't think that affects the uh, fundamentals underpinning some of these assets, though. 
I, what I've noticed um, is that the longer someone's been in the crypto market, the the more they tend to appreciate how different Bitcoin is from everything else. Mm-hmm. So when you first get in this, it's you don't know you don't know up from down. Um, you know, there's nineteen thousand different uh, cryptocurrency or crypto crypto assets, and it's hard to learn what's going on. But I I, I feel like the longer they've been in the space, they 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 the 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 cream rises to the top. I would agree, and. You know, I, I've, I'm a bit of a gener- degenerate myself, but um, for me, whenever I'm trying to engage with someone, a good heuristic or kind of, you know, a good uh, test of whether I think I'm going to be able to at least talk to this person is how do they think about Bitcoin? Maybe they don't love it, but at least they appreciate it and say, well, I, uh, I think it's ultimately aligned with my, my, my views. I think that's a person I can talk to and engage with. People who, who hate it fundamentally, uh, I typically find myself you know, not wanting to engage or argue with those people. So... Um, it's just a good heuristic for me. Right. Yeah, no, Bitcoin definitely tends to be the gravity of the space. And and I definitely want to use this show as a, as a platform to be Bitcoin-centric. But I also am, you know, I want to be a bridge and a olive branch to, you know, the, the whole community at large and discuss some of these ideas and, and not be afraid to have these discussions. You know, I think that can sometimes be prohibiting uh, when people are even just afraid to talk about other projects or protocols or things that are happening in the space just because they're afraid they're going to be crucified by some toxic, toxic maxi. Uh, now, you know, and here I am, I'm going to, I'm going to make, make some of these toxic maxis probably upset with this statement, but before anybody writes me off, just hear me out. Okay. This, this show, like I said, is an olive branch for both communities and I'm a Bitcoiner at heart. And I believe Bitcoin has already won that monetary war of being the greatest form of money that the world has ever seen. Uh, and it will be that layer one of value or gold for the new digital economy. I also believe Bitcoin is quote unquote inevitable. Uh, Bitcoin is king. There is no altcoin who could ever dethrone it in those terms. But Maxis, please hear me out. The reason why I found Bitcoin got into Bitcoin was because I was an independent thinker. I questioned everything and I believed in a free market of ideas competing against each other. I also believe that people should be able to fail and make mistakes. I don't feel bad for people who lose money on all the scams and Ponzi's that are in the space because there are definitely tons of them. That's how you learn. That's how the best rises to the top. And many people want a group of people or uh, just this elite to protect them from making the decisions, these bureaucrats that aren't even elected. I don't want that. And I sure don't want them to be picking winners or losers. So Matt, do, do you see a world with multiple blockchains? Uh, you know, how does this all fit together you know, in your mind? I mean, yeah. I, I, I definitely see a world with other protocols, other blockchains, and they'll either act entirely different from Bitcoin, be built on top of Bitcoin, or be complementary to Bitcoin. I also think it's totally normal for people to gamble and invest in securities. And as somebody who is a libertarian-minded thinker, I don't want like a group like the SEC or government to protect me from myself for an investing in unregulated securities. Oftentimes there's barriers there that you have to have so much amount of wealth to even be a qualified investor, uh, which many of, you know, well, you know, just talking about securities, many of these altcoins are absolutely unregistered securities. Uh, and that being said, I don't believe Everything in this space is a scam either. So there's, you know, these projects that are not Bitcoin. They're clearly not Bitcoin and nor are they going to be competing with Bitcoin directly. So most of them, you know, in in honest opinion, aren't even decentralized. And that is a big deal to me. So, you know, Bitcoin is this, I don't know, true definition of what a real cryptocurrency is. And I only rant about this for the simple fact that I will look into 
and still invest in risky assets. I will question, I will hold conversations, and I want to stay curious. I understand that over 90% of this space will probably go to zero, and that's totally fine. I just don't believe Bitcoin needs a nanny state or hostile keyboard warriors to defend it. And if Bitcoin really is what it is, then it is already won. And in the words of Dan Held and Charlie Spears, Bitcoin's protectionism has now turned into this autoimmune disease. This protectionism has turned inward since all the major external threats to Bitcoin are either gone or no longer viable. So, Charlie, Andrew, what, what do you guys think about this? Am I off my rocker here? Well, no, I think, you know, I, I referenced a heuristic earlier and you passed that. So you 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 endorse Bitcoin, but you have your own specific interpretation of view of the future. Um, personally, I think the short and medium term is very path dependent on certain things that happen in market cycles and um, how, where money goes. Um, I don't say that we won't have multi-chain future for a little while. I have a hard time seeing long term that really uh, that being sustainable. Again, I I really don't know how to predict. I think a lot of it is path dependent. Right. I, well, I think it's count. You're, you're saying basically you're libertarian. You think that people should be able to choose. Right. So I totally I totally support that. I think that's true. At the same time, if someone it's, it's, it's kind of like the analogy is, should I do I think people should be able to trade stocks or equities? Yes. Do I think most people should actually do that? No. They they should be able to. Right. But. Um, I think it's not a good idea. And if and and so if someone asked me what should they invest in if they want to get into this crypto space, I would say stick with Bitcoin until you really understand it, t it takes a, it takes hundreds of hours of time and education to really wrap your mind around the differences and um so that would be that would be my recommendation. So if we're we're pro the whole space guys, how do we fight for the whole bird? How do we build bridges to uh, connect each other together rather than going for the throat all the time? Right. I think it's very important to always take a humble approach. Look, uh, I'm humbled. I thought we were going to be way higher this cycle. Me too. That's not happened. So, I, you know, I've been in this space many years, and even I still do, am wildly wrong sometimes. So if I take that to heart um, going forward, I try to empathize with where other people are coming from. Um, and you know, the only way that the words you speak today will hold up over the years is if you practice humility and deference. Um, so, and then self-restraint. So you don't want to over leverage yourself too much. I mean, clearly you see the market absolutely cascading because people have both from a narrative and a financial point over leveraged themselves. Well, I think so, so, so that the whole argument is that, uh, Bitcoin is trying to do something very huge. It's not trying to make people money. It's trying to re-engineer yeah. the entire global financial world and and to get distracted on other things is not helpful um i do believe that it doesn't matter really what we what we do uh, bitcoin will succeed but it, maybe it's a matter of time if we can be more focused as a personal reflection i rarely um, am glad or i rarely think that things i say about things that are not bitcoin hold up very well over the years i've had enough you know uh time to say certain things and writing and emails and to friends and family to say, oh, well, I think this might be a good idea or not a good idea. And the only thing I've really ever, that really holds up over, over the years is say, I think you should dollar cost average Bitcoin right. for years. Yep. And outside of that, um, it's kind of a mixed bag as far as what I have told other people to do or what I think people uh, should do. Um, the only thing that, that year after year holds up is my Bitcoin Right. And my view on that. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. And in fact, I, I always tell people all the time, listen, if you're going to 
dump money and gamble in altcoins, be ready to lose all of it because there's a high likelihood it's going to happen. Um, I mean, I've made bukus of, of dollars, you know, doing that, but I also have lost money and I'm, I'm okay with that. But again, the, the safer bet in this place, uh, place, despite the volatility still is going to be Bitcoin. And you're right, Charlie, the, 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 the last man standing has always been Bitcoin. Um, and so I think, I definitely think this is a conversation worth having. I just, you know, I, I love bringing you guys in and getting these perspectives. I've got a lot more people to buy Bitcoin by embracing their initial degenerate crypto interest right. and saying, okay, um, I'm not going to nuke that right off the bat, but I'm going to at least point you to, well, you should at least, you've got to do a little bit of this to you. You got to buy a little Bitcoin and get your feet wet with that. Right. You can, you can burn yourself in other ways, but, um, as long as you can keep treading water and you keep your, your focus on Bitcoin, maybe that'll help realign you for a healthy uh, position long term. And sp speaking of religion. Okay. Oh, we got to take a quick time out. I, I would like to, to just point out something that Charlie talked about, people being over leveraged. Look, it's like any investment. Do not invest what you can't afford to not have in your bank right in the near future. Just, just good overall guidance. We do have to take a quick time out. We're going to come back with more cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. You're listening to 1023. KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. When road work bogs you down. The construction on I Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. You're not going to find crypto apologists here. We're not going to put lipstick on the pig or make everything look rosy because it, when it isn't. But on the other hand, we also aren't going to panic. And we're going to give you the straight information about how you should deal with the current markets in cryptocurrencies or whether you should get involved at all. And the guy who's guiding us through this forest of dark, scary stuff is Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. And it, it, let's, let's face it, a lot of folks are... Are a little worried right now, but it's fair to say it's not just cryptocurrencies. Go ahead and take a look at your 401k. Go ahead and take a look at commodities or whatever you want to. Yeah. All investment instruments are hurting right now, right? Yeah, when when the spigots of liquidity are uh, you know you know changed, obviously everything's going to be affected. Uh, you know, especially when people view assets like cryptocurrencies as a risk risky asset, uh, then they and it's a time of quote unquote risk off, then yeah, it's gonna definitely gonna be impacted more. Just depends on your education and viewpoint on the space. Uh, I almost feel like I'm uh, you know, Dorothy uh, in the Wizard of Oz going down this uh yellow brick Bitcoin road with uh, my companions here. Uh right now we're through a you know the dark scary woods here. But um to help us, I got my uh co host, Eric Cooper. Eric, you ready to close up this show with a final segment? Didn't she? She met the scarecrow first. So I, I'm, I'm assuming that I'm the scarecrow. I think so. Okay, okay. But you know what? We came on here April 10th, right? Two days after we were at uh, at that point, kind of the all time high, and then uh, months later, we are doing the lost episode, last trying April, to, trying to calm people down and say, listen. It's a cycle. You back out. You zoom out. And uh, so we're not sticking our heads in the sand. We're not running away. And we're not saying, hey, let's cancel the show because this isn't good. If there's I run still, out of money, I might have to. <laughs> there's still education. <laughs> well, thank, thank God because we've got two sponsors. Right, and I think right. you want to tell us a little bit about I the know, second I'm one. Just, I'm just playing. We got we got sponsors, so we're good. Um, but, yeah, this show is only made possible by our wonderful sponsors. And today this segment is brought to you by the newest and local sponsor. Summer is here and in Oklahoma 
you know what that means. Perfect opportunity to show off that whip. And for all those people out there who uh, don't know what that means, that means automobile. Uh, <laughs> that's why this segment is brought to you by Bubble Up Car Wash in Broken Arrow off of 470 East Kenosha Street. Uh, they are Broken Arrow's newest locally owned car wash with all the bells and whistles to make your car clean, shiny, and dry. Whether you're looking to rinse off those uh, trucks of a uh, bunch of mud or shine those 20-inch rims on that Impala. Come take advantage of their free towels, vacuums, and air wands. Uh, they have unlimited wash plans starting at $19.99 a month, and you can add a family member for $15 a month per vehicle. So what are you waiting for? Go cheer up and bubble up, and who knows? You might catch a glimpse of their cute and adorable family dog, Bentley, the Bubble Up Pup. Check them out at www.mybubbleup.com. All right, well, today we have had a great roundtable chat with Charlie Spears, Andrew Ryan, about the cultish or religious nature that can often be so developing around the cryptocurrency culture and space. But before we close out, we've got an announcement to make. Um, if anybody wants to come to our Tulsa Bitcoin meetup, no, it's not a cult meetup, uh, but it is a Bitcoin meetup. And uh, I just want people to know, what should they know? What, sh what are we talking about? When are we meeting? Well, to reprise, you know, the lines may be ideological and cultish, but in person, a lot of these things break down because people at the end of the day are people and the best way to get to know somebody and what they think is to talk to them in person. So that's why we do the Bitcoin meetups. All of us here, we help coordinate these. This month is on Tuesday, 7 p.m. at Neff Brewery downtown. Tuesday, 7 p.m., Neff Brewery downtown. We are talking about what the heck is Bitcoin mining? And so uh, you'd be surprised, but we've got a lot of Bitcoin mining actually happening regionally in and around Tulsa. So we've pulled together a panel of some of these incredibly insightful people. A lot of these guys are just heads down builders. They're not, you know, this is one of those rare times when you're going to be able to see them all and ask them questions about how they mine Bitcoin and even what the heck that even is. So 7 p.m., Neff Brewery this Tuesday. Well, Andrew, uh, you had a book that you often bring to that meeting. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm kind of the book guy. I, I bring two books, uh, the Bitcoin Standard, but a new one that I really like that everyone should check out is called Thank God for Bitcoin. So both of those are on Amazon. And I'll, I'll have them at the meetup uh, for sale for a low, low price. Very and you can, you can knock those guys out pretty quickly. I mean, definitely thank God for Bitcoin because I'm pretty sure, you, I mean, I knocked it out in two days. So, yeah, exactly. And, uh, and I can barely read. It's an easy read. Yeah. So, uh, no Kool-Aid at the uh, at the Bitcoin meetup, right? Nope. Although okay. there will be a free round of drinks by uh, uh, Compass Mining uh, sponsoring the, the event this month. Guys, I love you personally. So, I always want people to know as much about both of you. Where can uh, people get plugged in? Find out more about Nakamoto or find out more from uh, you, Andrew. Twitter at CB Spears and sign up for the weekly memo, Nakamoto.io. And I'm on Facebook, Andrew Ryan, and our meetup group is Tulsa Bitcoin Meetup, also on Facebook. All right. Well, and don't forget, uh, if you're late tuning in for this episode, don't forget to go listen to this recording again on all major podcast platforms and learn how you can win $200 in free Bitcoin. We'll be back next Sunday. Yep, count on that. We will be back here next Sunday live and local in the big city of Tulsa. A reminder, this week's Bitcoin meetup going to be at the Neff Brewery. That's at 3rd and Frankfurt, 321 South Frankfurt downtown. 7 p.m., be there, be square. Charlie's buying the first round. All right? All right, so join us here next Sunday for more of Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. See you then. <laughs>